The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweiss.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is going to be from my Premeditati Malorum Stoic Medallion. Uh, I'll include the link below if you want to buy one for yourself. Uh, the, the text says, Premeditatio Malorum, which literally means the premeditation of evils. All the terms of our human lot should be before our eyes. Exile, war, torture, shipwreck. Now, this comes from Seneca's letter number 91, subtitled On the Lesson to be Drawn from the Burning of Lyon. And the full phrase, the full uh, excerpt here is, he says, what is quite unlooked for is more crushing in its effect, and unexpectedness adds to the weight of a disaster. This is a reason for ensuring that nothing ever takes us by surprise. We should project our thoughts ahead of us at every turn and have in mind every possible eventuality instead of only the usual course of events. Rehearse them in your mind. Exile, torture, war, shipwreck. All the terms of our human lot should be before our eyes. So when I made my episode on the medallion experiment, where I went through the three or the four medallions, the four Stoic medallions, and then correlated them to sources within Judaism, I correlated this one to a Pasuk in Mishle and to, well, it's really all of Mishle, but encapsulated in one Pasuk. Uh, and uh, and then uh, a statement in in the Gemara. So the the statement in Mishlei, this is Proverbs twenty eight fourteen, says Ashrei Adam Mefachid Tamid Yipol Bara. So uh, happy slash praiseworthy is the man who fears con- constantly, but one who makes his heart stubborn will fall into harm. Uh, and there, I believe I explained that it doesn't mean that you're constantly cowering in fear. It means that you are being conscious, uh, cautious or apprehensive and thinking about the things that could go wrong as opposed to confidently, you know, uh, uh, assuming that everything is going to go your way. And, uh, and if you, if you do take the time to engage in premeditatio malorum and thinking about the things that could go wrong, then you'll be better prepared for it both practically and emotionally. Practically, you'll be able to take precautions and come up with plan Bs and all this other stuff. And then emotionally, it won't catch you by surprise, like Seneca was saying. Whereas if you're stubborn and you just refuse to believe that something that anything could not go your way, then you will be caught off guard, which will lead you to make worse decisions and actually uh, make the consequences you suffer worse. And emotionally, it'll be greater, uh, provide a greater distress. The second quotation is from Talmud Bavli, the Babylonian Talmud, and this is Masechus Tamid Daf Lamud Beis Amud Aleph, Tractate Tamid, uh, page 32a. Ezehu Chacham Haroa Eshan Nolad. Who is wise? One who sees the outcome, one who sees the uh, the consequences that emerge from the decisions. So that is a definition of wisdom, which I believe Mishle uh, uh, embraces. So when I when I reflect on these sources, I realize that I put the emphasis on the intellectual premeditatio malorum, okay, which is definitely important and is the foundation. However, I've been reading, as I mentioned, I think yesterday, maybe a couple days ago. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I think yesterday. So I, I've been reading this book, uh, The Tribe, Tribe of Mentors, Short Life Advice from the Best in the World by Tim Ferriss. Uh, and I was reading this morning the um, 
again, the structure of the book is that Tim sent out a bunch of questions to a bunch of successful people and had them uh, uh, send him their answers, and then he compiled them all in, into a book. And so this more so one of the questions that he asks is, um, let me just read it here. When you feel overwhelmed or unfocused, what do you do? Okay. Now, a lot of people said things like, I meditate, you know, I go on a jog, uh, I um, listen to music, whatever, you know, they, they had their, their, their techniques. And most of these techniques involved, involved r r giving the mind a, uh, a certain, you know, respite from the stress or, or doing something pleasurable. Okay. So this morning I was reading, uh, the entry by Gary Vaynerchuk, who is a, uh, an entrepreneur, uh, and, and here's his answer. Okay. What, what, when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused, what do you do? He says, I pretend that my family has died in a horrific accident. Honestly, that's what I do. It's probably weirder than a lot of people's answers in this book, but it's absolutely what drives me. I go to a very dark place, really feel it, feel that pain in my heart, and then realize no matter what I'm dealing with right now, that it's not even in the same universe of something like that. Then I become grateful for losing that client, missing that opportunity, getting made fun of, etc. So in, uh, to, to paraphrase the, uh, the cheesy, uh, Bruce Lee line in one of the movies, which I haven't seen, but I've seen the clip a lot when he's uh, telling his student, he says, don't think feel. <laughs> okay. And that, that, as soon as I read this Gary Vaynerchuk thing, I realized that that was what I was missing from premeditatio malorum that I have regularly engaged in the process of thinking about what could go wrong. And again, this is, comes from more from my Michelet training than my stoicism training. And I try to engage in that, uh, you know, as much as possible. But what I haven't done is like what Gary Vaynerchuk said is go to the really dark place and actually feel it. Okay. And I do think that that is the real way to do premeditatio malorum. Um, and, uh, and, it, and, and the reason why, uh, this is, he calls this answer weird, I think is because it, involves immersing yourself in very negative feelings that you don't want to feel. Uh, and, uh, and people, I think, will think that that would make them even more overwhelmed or more stressed. And it might, but what he's saying is that in the long run, it helps you to be better able to cope with what you're dealing with now. And he even says it makes you feel more grateful. Now, I, 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 I suspect that some people might object to this because it is very frustrating when you're going through something hard and then someone says, well, you know, a lot of people have it worse off or, you know, at least you're not blah, blah, blah. And I think that the reason why that, that, you know, and I agree that that's a really bad uh, way to help to, to, you know, to, to try to like uh, provide help and support for somebody. But I think the reason why it's bad is because I think that kind of message carries with it an implication that you shouldn't feel what you're feeling right now. Okay. And if that comes from, from outside of yourself, from someone else, then it's essentially, it essentially is experienced like someone telling you to not feel your emotions, you know, um, or, or even worse, or it's like a rebuke that how can you feel so bad about, uh, I don't know, about like missing, uh, your, you know, missing, a, a social event you wanted to go to if there are people starving in Africa, you know, like it, 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 it can come across as a, as a rebuke and, uh, and, and can awaken feelings of, uh, of, of, of shame and guilt. So, but I think if you engage in this process on your own and you, and it's initiated by you, and if you do it as a, 
a way to keep things in perspective and you allow yourself, you train yourself to really go to these dark places, um, then, then it's not going to feel that way. And, and again, I think you do have to be careful to not deny the feelings that you're having right now. But if you, if you, uh, you, you don't even have to do what, what Gary Vaynerchuk is saying of like imagining something that has not happened. I mean, I think one of the things that most of us went through that was very traumatic was the, the pandemic. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you know, we all had our own traumas for that. But I think that if you can tap into an experience that you've had where the emotion is genuine, not just generated by your imagination, and you allow yourself to recall and to really feel what that was like, that despair. I mean, again, for me, the, 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 the worst of the uh, effects of the pandemic at the time was in, uh, in April when, uh, when, when shall have it closed and I didn't know what I was going to do. And the pandemic was going on and we hadn't gone home for Pesach. And it was just this feeling of, of the foundation has been pulled out from under me, you know, and there've been some other, you know, uh, uh, events in my life also that I can go back to and really feel that, uh, that despair. And then what that does is it does put the thing you're currently experiencing into a perspective. And this perspective is not being imposed upon you from another person. It's being, it's being recalled, you know, and generated from your own experience. I think that might have this effect that he's talking about. Uh, the question is, how do you uh, how do you do it? Um, and can you bridge from that into doing what Gary Vaynerchuk is saying and what Seneca is implying of actually like feeling what what the future is like and not just thinking about it? And in fact, now that I'm talking about this, I think that Pusik and Mishle might actually be advocating this method. Ashrei Adam Mifached Tamid. So in other words, let me let me start. The 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 phrase in the Gemara says, "Ezihu chacham haroe es hanolad." Who is wise? One who sees the outcome. Seeing would would seem to suggest more of an intellectual thinking about. Okay. Whereas Ashrei Adam mefached tamid, praiseworthy is the person who fears constantly. That is mefached is much more of a of a uh, an emotional thing. Um, so it's not exactly as I as I said at the beginning of this episode, where you're just being cautious and apprehensive. No, I think he actually means to fear it, meaning to experience the possibilities uh, that uh, the possible bad things that could happen as if they are happening. And again, it doesn't. I, I still don't think it means that you should walk around in a state of of um, like neurotic uh, cowardice. Uh, you know, cowering in terror from all these bad things that can happen. You know, listen to yesterday's episode for why you shouldn't do that. But um, but I I think there is a, a happy medium that you can uh, attain and that you can make recourse to as a as a way to cope with whatever bad thing is going on in your life right now. Okay, that's it for today's episode. If you've gained from what you've learned here, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com/rabbishnayweis. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweis Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweis and my Zell and PayPal are matt-schneeweis@gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you'd like to sponsor a day's or a week's worth of content, which by the way, as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, we currently are sponsored through Shushan Purim, but there are no sponsors lined up for after that. So this would be a good time. Uh, or if you're interested in listing my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewis at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.